them this morning. They said they, they say a man can't take me to Applebee's. Can't take me to IHOP. I'm 32 years old. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What if he's responsible? And what if he's getting to know you? Yes. Then what? Get to know me. Don't even know Applebee's then. Because Applebee's says what? What does Applebee's say about me? It seems like you weren't trying to be creative and think of a nice spot other than Apple. You're taking to a chain restaurant. But, but so you don't eat a chain restaurant? On a first date. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> on oh, we need a whole date. nother segment, guys. Okay, you need to get my first book called Relationship Go. And you got to rip up your list because Applebee. Why? Is... Because, I'm 32 years old. Why are we still going? We're not in college no more. But you're still single. Okay. Food baby. Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. Black versus the Board of Education. That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. It is hot in here already. Let me tell you. Welcome to another Monday with Black versus the Board of Education. My name is Miss Laureen, and I am the captain of the ship. And as always, we do go around and get introductions, but I just have to say, uh, this week we are talking about relationships are key. This is the second part to our mindfulness series. Um, as we've told you, the team here at BYLP, we are all MBSAT trained, which is mindfulness-based substance abuse treatment trained and we facilitate classes throughout the region um, trying to get to the kind of the the ins and outs of why people may have um, certain you know delving into certain types of things whether that be substances addicted to people um, their family relationships and how that may contribute and so we are just doing this just to give you a little taste of what you would get if you were to enroll in one of our courses um, and so with that I want to go ahead and kick it to the team we have a full house today and I am so 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 excited um, oh my we have a long comment already. Hey, Dom. Uh, so we're going to kick it to the team, get some introductions, and let's get the party started. Um, my name is Jalen. It is hot in here, but it's about to get hotter because that, I got a lot to say about that video. You didn't like that list? Oh, I got a lot to say about oh, that video. Oh, Lord. Well, hold on to it. Hold yeah. on to it. We're going to kick it over here. What's up, girly? Hey, it's your girl, Keela. Um, I'm, I'm ready to get started. Okay, because I'm coming for y'all. Let's oh, go. Oh. Hey. Hello. My name is Adrian. Um, <laughs> Kind of hungry. Oh Lord! <laughs> Is that because they mentioned Applebee's? Yeah, Applebee's. That would be good. I, I like Apple. Come on now. Come on, man. I like their apps, but uh huh, uh huh. Okay, let's um get some of our other co-hosts for the day on here. Hey, Melissa, what's up? What's up? What's up? Hi. Welcome my back. Is, my name is Melissa. I am a senior who just submitted her early decision and early action application. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, and I have some things to say about this list, too. Well, I'm, I'm ready to talk about Let's go. Um, Miss Anaya, hey, boo, hey. Hey, everyone. Um, my name's Anaya. I'm excited to be back. Oh, okay. Well, short and sweet. I love it. Um, Sherman does not have his camera on, but that's okay, because I see we have Carlos in the building. He, he looks like he's driving. What's up, sir? <laughs> Just trying to get into town. Long day, but uh, very productive. Uh, it's my honor and a pleasure to be here once again, and um, I'm here to learn. 
All right. Well, I'm looking to learn from these young people, too. And if Sherman turns on his camera, we will start with we will allow him to introduce himself. If he doesn't, we're going to pull him right back off the screen uh, uh, and uh, get the conversation started. So you guys, um, I don't see him. So go ahead and remove him when he turns on his camera. We will integrate him into the conversation. But as you saw, there is a list circulating. Now, my understanding is there was some sort of video that went viral. It featured um, a non-black male and a black woman, and she refused to get out of the car because he took her to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that was really weird because I didn't know that the Cheesecake Factory was persona non grata. Like, I thought that that was pretty a, a nice, decent place. Um, and so as time went on, we've learned that it was a skit, right? It was a skit. Um, I don't know why anybody would do that skit unless they were trying to portray black women in a specific light. Um, but out of that skit came this stupid list. And so um, I don't know. Do you have a picture of the list, sir? Show, show me this list because um, we're going to go down, down it and we're going to talk um, because I'm confused uh, okay. as to what the problem is. And so relationships are key. There are several types of relationships. And while Tevin is getting that list, I just want to go through the list, the list of relationship types. So relationships refer to the way in which two or more people or entities are connected, whether through emotional, social, professional or familial bonds relationships can take various forms and are a fundamental aspect of human interaction and society there are several types of relationships including family relationships romantic relationships friendships professional relationships acquaintanceships uh online relationships i don't know why that was okay right on um, mentorships community and social relationships parent child relationships long distance now i have uh, I don't understand this one because is that not captured in some of these other relationships when we talk about long distance relationships and then casual relationships, which I thought were acquaintanceships and then codependent relationships. So I think 13, I think I just listed 13 relationship types. And so as we're looking at this, um, this list and how it came to be, this was in reference to a romantic relationship. So somehow this list, or things that to not go to if you are interested in pursuing a relationship with some type of uh woman because <laughs> it ain't me because i'm like oh i like that place <laughs> maybe i just got fat girl problems but um i was just tripping did you find it yet sir can you put it up for me please man because i already was on hots you know with with all this stuff after the oyster video the oyster video. Oh. oh, when she ordered, they went on her <laughs> yeah. date and she ordered all them oysters. Four I plates, man. Listen, I heard that was a skit too. Whoa. So she and I, what, that was not no skit because she really <laughs> ate them oysters. She ate them. <laughs> okay, so this list and it's, it's a little little. Uh, uh, let me take my glasses off because I can't. <laughs> so it looks like Cheesecake Factory is number one place. It says here is a list of places women absolutely refuse to go to on a first date. And thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me on my list. So their list includes Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the movies, what? Your house, oh, yeah, <laughs> any nasty. fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, see, I understand the Buffalo Wild Wings thing. They have terrible food. Um, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a what? buffet. 
IHOP, Denny's, the gym, because some people got fat girl problems like me. Uh, church, somebody needs Jesus. Um, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates, family functions, movie night, somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, oh, hookah bar, oh, a bar that just drinks. I'm sorry. They okay. You're what happens at bars? You drink. Oh, okay. Um, and then it says Waffle House <laughs> and sports events. So my question then to the group, to all y'all, where is an appropriate place to take somebody on a front? That was exactly what I was going to say. You listed everywhere in existence. Where are we supposed to go? Like, where walk in the park. Go? <laughs> I'm like, they didn't leave anything on the table. Like, where can y'all go? See, I don't have any more first dates uh, lined up, you know. Um, but some of y'all do. So what do y'all think? What's an appropriate place? If all those places are off limits, where where would you take somebody, Jalen? Because you know what they, for some reason, uh, they expect that you want to, they want to go a five-star restaurant just off just the strength of meeting you. you they want to go to Roof Chris. They want to go to Flemings. They want to go to. What do they know about those places? That Nothing. everybody, that all the rappers be rapping about it. <laughs> And if you ain't if you ain't got no money, you can't take. If you ain't going to Roof Chris and spending giving me the steak and lobster, ah, oh, you broke. That's how they feel. Oh. It's crazy. Oh. Take, you better be happy with the cheddar biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Anaya, where can they go? Where, where? Where? I mean, if they can't take y'all to any of these places, where? Where do you think? Um. Well, I didn't see Texas Roadhouse on my menu, and I love the rolls. So I would like to go there. Texas Roadhouse. Okay, okay. <laughs> Keila, where are you going? <laughs> I'm gonna kick it off with a picnic oh. at a park. Now, wait. Did it say anything about the park? It didn't. No. No. Okay. I think I, that's cute. That movie Let night me see. Though. Yeah, it said movie night and at your house. Um, or the movies. Somewhere that. That's so crazy about the movies, though, because like I feel like that's a vibe. That's a vibe. Like I mean, y'all are just bougie. I think. Y'all's generation, I'm like, we was always at the movies. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like how, what? I love the movies. Like, yeah. Carlos. And, and bowling. Talk to us. Where, where are you taking somebody on the first day since you can't go to anywhere on that list? And I, I think somebody just said it, but I'm going to show how old I am, right? What happened to the walk in the park? Who just said that? I said picnic in the park. Oh, you said picnic. You said walk in the park. I don't. I didn't see that. Maybe they were like, "Don't you even suggest that?" Are we even meeting to get to know each other? Or are we meeting to see how much money I got? Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Adrian. <laughs> this point, I don't even go swimming. <laughs> hey, you know that's off limits. You know that's off limits on first date. Man. He said we going swimming. <laughs> you know that's off limits, man. Oh. Swimming, huh? Yeah. On a budget, I don't... <laughs> I don't know about swimming. So listen, that's not happening. Do do women put themselves out of reach for you if they have these expectations? Um, in terms of you don't value me if you don't spend X. Does that put you and 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 we could do that for, for the ladies. Do you correlate your value with the amount of money a man spends on your uh in on your first date? And anybody can answer. Don't just look, everybody look at me. Because my thing is, <laughs> I, what what happened to the thought that can like you just going to to somewhere and you getting a free meal? 
So off rip, but now uh, if I'm not spending seventy dollars for a steak, uh, Ruth Chris is more than that. So, thank you. You're welcome. Man, it's it's crazy because it's like because my thing is this like it's it's gotten to the point where social media has really just tailored everybody's expectations. Um, because one person will post that she's this at this expensive restaurant. Now all her friends be like, oh, why my why the dude I'm talking to ain't putting me in that same mm. position? Why? Oh, you want to talk to me? Well, if you don't got a blue check or if you don't got this, or I mean, you, you buy this. blue checks now though. I know you, mm-hmm. and now they my fault. Yeah. They buying they buying they buying dinners <laughs> now. Like you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. I'm telling you, Melissa, talk to me. I saw this list, and when it came out, I went to my mom, and we were like, "What the heck is this?" We had a long conversation talking about this list, and where are you supposed to go? And like Hila, you mentioned the park or things like that. But if they don't want you to take them out to a restaurant, what makes you think they want to go sit in the park? Like (laughs) if that's what, and I love the park. I love park picnics and stuff like that. But at the same time, where are, like, where are we setting the bar? Like with this list, where are the standards at? Like, are we, like you said, basing it off of how much money someone is willing to spend on you? Why is he going to spend, like you said, $70 on a steak or however much on this amount of dinner? He doesn't even know you. Because mm. doesn't that mean that they're um, trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're trying to big up for something that they're lacking? Mm-hmm. If yeah, they're trying like, to spend all this money? You want him to spend this money on, I don't know. It's it's really, it's not even that complicated. It's just like, why is he going to spend this amount of money? He doesn't even know you. And you want him to take you somewhere so expensive, but you're not trying to get to know him either. You just want to see how much money he's going to spend on you. It has to be a mutual wanting to get to know each other. Hey, and, and you know what? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So he going to tell us what um after. I don't know what happened. Okay. <laughs> So, I don't know what happened, sir. Uh, you went no, out. Can you can hear me, right? Yeah, now. Well, okay. Well, the, the funny thing about it is that the young ladies here represent like something that isn't necessarily always of the norm now, because you guys understand that getting to know somebody type of thing. But everything is saturated with not. It's all saturated with what it is that you can throw out there, whether it's money, whether it's jewelry. Rather, whatever you want to call what the flex is, and the flex is not the same as what it used to. The flex is materialistic. Mm-hmm. So you would have somebody that would rather spend time on the image of whatever other people think than actually spending a quarter of that time getting to know themselves. So they would already know what to and what not to expect. But quite honestly, like when you're saturated with everybody trying to want up somebody else, everybody is buying into something that is really not even a version of themselves. And that's what kind of makes it unfortunate because you'll never get to know anybody for who they are because it's not what you're looking for. And it's like, it's kind of, it's, I think that reality shows have done a real disservice to real relationships. And I see Sherman is somewhere in the background and if he has a seat, I can uh, turn on, I can add him to the conversation because all I see is his chin. Um, <laughs> there you go alright so we, <laughs> I saw you uh, writing things in the chat and I absolutely agree with what Don was saying we have to have a cultural definition of what dating is meant for and what to expect on a date 
because I think, again, reality TV has really done a disservice to a lot of uh, the generation growing up because they look at that and think that that's real. Um, we had a whole bunch of basketball wives. Uh, most of them were not married. <laughs> So it seems like we need to redefine what a wife is, right? And so I'm looking at this and I'm looking at this crazy list. And Sherman, I want to get your, uh, I want you to tell them what was in the chat because uh, you were leaving commentary <laughs> because you was having a problem with connectivity. So talk to us, Sherman, in terms of the list and the expectations of what's going on uh, for you guys' generation. Well can, you, well, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. I was saying... Um, one is hard dating in this generation, mainly because of social media, what Jalen said, because, you know, they look at the the little Dirks and the Indias and the, the G Herbals and like they think that's like real life. And it's like it's not real life. And I was saying, like, the walk in the park would not work in today's generation. Like, but why not? Because like you have to like you have to be ready to spend money, like a large amount of money for you to work. And it's like, you know, we're in a whole recession. <laughs> Gas on, prices are crazy. Food <laughs> prices are crazy. And it sounds like we we expect men to break the bank mm -hmm. for one day. Mm -hmm. Not thinking about living expenses, not thinking about how they're going to get to and from work. We don't care. It's right. we want what we want. And they can deal with whatever they have to deal with later. Um, and so I'm I'm looking at these questions and I'm gonna start hitting y'all with questions because I'm I'm really, really curious. Um, because that had to come from somewhere. It sounded like the South for me. You said the South? Yeah, like why the Waffle do you think House? it came from the, well, yeah, the Waffle House, cause just because we don't have one here, but the 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 ideology had mm. to come from somewhere. Social media. Just social, social media? media? Because of the simple fact it's now it's who you are mm -hmm. out on the outside is who draws you in. But who on the you first are day, or who they perceive you to be. Well, in their eyes. Yeah. So who they perceive you to be. It's okay. who like, oh, if I'm rich, all I got to do is show the girl I got money and then I can just hide my personality until whenever she tired of me or I'm tired of her. Really? Until I'm tired of her. You personality, really. You don't. You said what now? You don't even need a personality. You, you don't need a personality? No. Like, I don't understand. I'm going to give you an example, right? I'm going to just say, like, me, Adrian, and Jalen, we're like a regular pe We're like a regular person. We're not about to spend $400, $500. But <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're not going to send that $400, $500 on Cash App to a, a random stranger just because we think you're cute. Like, it's just not going to happen. That's what we're competing with. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. the competition is. The so guys you think? Are... Well, what guys are spending are sending that type of money? Are I they guys your it. age? I've seen yeah. it. Hey, They're guys your age? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where they get money from? No, where they getting it from? But I'm they spending it. I, I <laughs> just said, hook me up. <laughs> look, look, I know, I know where they getting it. Uh -huh. <laughs> So let me ask you guys this, because we're going to dial it back because, you know, we're talking about relationships are key and relationships um, kind of define who we are as people. Right. Based on what we saw growing up, based on, you know, our relationships with maybe our siblings or cousins. Um, so I'm going to ask the first question is how do your family relationships influence your self-identity and your self-esteem? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I done throw you a curveball because we're going to get off the, the fantasy list and we're going to come back to reality. 
and it is really hot in here. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anaya, how do your family relationships influence your self-identity and your self-esteem? Uh, I'm not ready to answer. <laughs> Actually, sorry. Oh my gosh. Somebody better get ready. I can answer. Come on, Jalen. Um, so for me, who my family, like the relationships that I have with my family means a lot to me. And when I'm having, um, when I'm on good terms with most of my family, I feel the best mm -hmm. when I'm on bad terms with, with family members, it leaves a void where I'm like, um, I hope that this is something that does not ruin how we perceive each other, because mm -hmm. then you'll have, you'll have times where you go rough through rough patches with, with family members. But then there are certain times where, the wrong thing can get said to the wrong person and they're they're not having a they're having a bad day and then next thing you know you're not talking for a year mm. or six months and then you're like there's just this and then you have the the ego on both sides where i'm not gonna reach out first so if they're not gonna reach out to me then i'm not gonna reach out to them so then every both parties are on the same thing like well they 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 were the one who said it to me so they need to apologize to me first cuz they don't mm -hmm. and, but both sides are at the same point and nobody knows how the other person is feeling um so then everybody's just feeling like a piece of their normal is missing gotcha mm -hmm. keila come back keila is trying to avoid <laughs> answering questions today cuz she's hyper emotional and i'm going to make her answer at some point just so y'all know um but melissa i'm gonna kick it to you I was really hoping y'all's answers would be longer. There's too many of y'all in here to not speak. Come I try on. my best. <laughs> um, I think that my relationships that I have with my family and even the relationships that I see within my family definitely impact me. Um, I think that like Jalen was talking about how there can be arguments or things where family members aren't talking for long periods of time. I've definitely seen that. And that kind of um, makes me think about my self-worth and how I value myself. And I know I've seen that a lot and it's happened. I don't want to say for good reasons, but like I've seen it happen and sometimes it needed to happen because boundaries were put up and sometimes people don't know how to respect boundaries. And that's not just mm -hmm. within family, that's within any relationship you have to put up boundaries. Um, and so I think that boundaries are a really big part of my family. Um, yeah, I think boundaries are a big part of my family, the relationships I have with people, the types of relationships I have with people, the amount of access I give people to myself. Um, and yeah, I think that really impacts the person I will be in other settings and that I am in other settings. Wow. Adrian? I think family relationships have a big part on your self-identity because they're really the kind of first relationships that you form mm -hmm. growing up. So if you have a family that you really don't talk to, um, you start to think to yourself or you don't get along with, it's like, if I can't even get along with my family, then who can I get along with this? If my family's not checking up on me, then who is? And since family mm -hmm. don't have a, if a family doesn't have a relationship where they look out for each other, check out for each other, check up on each other, then it's like, then why am I going to go that do that to my friends or other people I meet eventually in my life? Mm -hmm. I was never taught that or shown how to do that. Gotcha. 
Keely, you ready? I'm trying to just form thoughts. It's just a lot. Anaya, you ready? <laughs> I am, I think. So going back to what Melissa said, I would say personally for me, that's been important because some people that are in the family are not in my family. Like some people that have relationships with my family members, if I don't like you as a person, I don't consider, like, I'm not, this may sound rude, but, like, you're not my cousin, like, you're not my uncle, you're not this, you're not that, and that's to protect myself. If mm. I don't like you as a person, I, like, you're, you're not in my family, you're in the family. And then also, how my family relationship, uh, like, my self-esteem, um, I would say, it's, in my experience, it's been positive, I'm the youngest and the only girl like with my siblings so my dad and my older brothers are very like protective over me I would say and they kind of show me like what to look for in somebody and like what not to look for so I think that impacted my self-esteem and how I view the world and other people yeah gotcha Sherman uh so for me I'm kind of like the opposite of Adrian. um I would say um because like I don't expect my family to be there for me well I won't expect my family to be there for me, like, emotionally, but, you know, I expect myself to be there for my family. So I think uh, that impacts how um, I am in relationships because, like, I put a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, to look out for them emotionally or financially or, you know, I think I put that pressure on myself to just look out for other people. So. Mm -hmm. And why do you think you do that? Because um, I have the same problem. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I feel like I have to, you know, um, growing mm -hmm. up, I had to pretty much look after my brothers when my mom can't. Um, so then that translates to the world and how I uh, look after my friends, uh, my lady friends. Um, so I just feel like it's just something that I had to do and uh, it's not something mm -hmm. I could shake off really. Mm. Carlos, your relationships with your family and how does that affect or influence your self-identity and your self-esteem? Hold on, let's see. One second. Can you hear me good? Yep. Okay, um, there's variations in my family. We have the, we have the, with the older generation, our elders, which are like the last ones that know a little bit more about our history than everybody else. But they've kind of like separated themselves because they've been successful in other ways. So they look mm -hmm. down on the rest of the family. And then we have the rest of the family that um, have learned to live in their dysfunction continuously. And then there's like somebody like me, well, I love hard on all levels, but I've, I've been on that dysfunctional side, but I've done enough self-evaluation and understanding and education and just going through the depths of it to understand that I've turned my life around, but I can still see the younger generation that really already have a mindset that's going to take a lot to get them back to really thinking realistically about things. So um, me trying to bridge that gap and show the younger, younger ones that it's a way to get out of it. But at the same time, the little bit of time that I spend gets trumped by the rest of the day that's spent with moms and pops getting high and moms and pops stealing and going to jail and everything that comes with that. So. I'd, I'd right now, I end up feeling a lot of pressure and a lot of pain 
because I see what it means. I see where the generational trauma comes from. I've I've lived it on both sides. And the ones that I love the most are the ones that I can't get to the way that I wish I could. And that really makes it unfortunate for the super young generation that could be impacted in such a positive way. Gotcha. And I mentioned, I heard someone mention boundaries and I, I know you think I forgot about you and I'm going to come to you next. Um, because I want to know how your family relationships have influenced you and, or your self-esteem. Um, I think. And put your mouth in the microphone. I yes, think that, um, relationships in your family specifically, like, like, okay, like parents wise, I feel like it's definitely kind of what you expect within a relationship, right? Because you almost look up to them. So then it's like, if you see certain things or certain aspects going on, you either know, like, that's all you know, or like, you know, that's not what you want, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a person, like, that could either literally go in opposite directions, either influence you positively because that's something you don't want in a relationship or just with people in general, or that's you don't see other examples. So you stick to that and you stick with the toxicity, you stick with all that stuff. And I think within a person, how that reflects your ideology, it's like I feel like you kind of figure out your self-worth in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how do you value yourself? Because if you see these people and they're supposed to love each other and they're supposed to do all that stuff, but you don't see that, then it's like, how am I supposed to feel that way about myself? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I do, I do know what you mean, because again, I think I shared last week, I grew up in a single parent home, right? Um, I saw things that my father did. Um, and I, it, it was interesting because he wasn't around, but when he did come around, I was so excited to see him. And I often now, as as I'm older, I wonder how my mom felt in that situation because she was there every day, right. you know, wiping your nose, you know, staying home from work when you're sick, trying to make it happen to make sure she provided. But yes. Yes. we look at the father or whoever the absent parent is, and we're just happy they're there when they show up, right? And so I think growing up, um, I was very self-conscious. Um, I didn't... I would say that I was reckless even in terms of the way that I viewed um, boys, right. And their responsibility to me or their interest in me. Um, I think that I was very much self-conscious. I still have moments now at 40 something. I'm still self-conscious in certain situations because I never negotiated that when I was younger than y'all or your, your age. And so I think that it has a, a tremendous impact on your relationships with everybody because you didn't start out with a healthy idea of what a relationship was supposed to be. And I heard somebody mention boundaries. So when we're talking about moving along in life and and we're talking about how relationships have shaped us because relationships are key. That's the name of our episode. And we're thinking of it in a mindful way. You know, what type of boundaries do you see yourself in acting? I heard somebody saying to protect themselves, they have certain boundaries. And so I want you to think about it. What type of boundaries are you all putting into place now um, if you're noticing certain things about other people in your circles that you don't like? Mm. Jalen? So for me, I am one who 
like Sherman, I'm the person who's reaching out all the time. Um, I had to, I, I get on a lot of different people about it because sometimes it bothers me when I get into my vulnerable moments. I think um, back on to just times where I'm always reaching out to other people and I feel like sometimes people don't reach out to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I'm always there for others when they're in times of need and it feels like I only have a select few in my corner. So then that then that is the boundary that I am currently working on is just how to better um, not hold it against people mm -hmm. that because that's not some people's way of doing things. Mm -hmm. um, and because it's always been my way of doing things and people in my immediate family, that's their way of doing things because I can call people and talk to them about things. But when I look at other people that I want that same thing from, that's not how they are. Mm -hmm. And it's just the boundary of not taking it um, like they're against me, mm -hmm. but that's just not who they are and have to having to accept them for that. Is it more about managing your expectations? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah, because I mean, you expect people to, we all expect people to do act the same way we would in a situation. Right. And, and that's in a situation like that, I would feel like I would be the first person to outreach and be like, Hey, how, how's everything going? If I haven't talked to you in a minute, Oh, how's everything going? But on the other, on the flip side, they might just be a super busy person and that's just not their way of communicating. They, mm -hmm. not, they don't, they're not a, Oh, how, Hey, how are you? Let's catch up type of guy gotcha. or uh, or person. So it's like, you know, that's the boundary that I'm trying to set right now. Is it that you're trying to learn how to do it yes. or that's what you're doing? Um, I'm trying to learn how to do it okay. because because I, I think it's important it. to distinguish yeah. that because th there are some skills that we need to learn and mm -hmm. there are some things that we're currently doing in order to protect ourselves. I'm in, so that's yeah. one that you're trying to put in a place so that you're not feeling the hurt that comes with. Is it that it, you think it's rejection mm -hmm. or they're ignoring you? It, yeah, it's just the fact of maybe I don't care to them as much as they care yeah. Maybe they don't care about you in the way that you care, care about, about them. them. Yes. Okay. Keila, your boundaries? What are my boundaries? Yes. Do you have any? Um, I feel like I'm like kind of opposite as you. I feel like I kind of don't really expect anything from anybody. Why? Why did you get to the point where you don't expect anything from anybody? Because I feel like when I've needed someone in the past, they just weren't there for me. Mm -hmm. So like, I know how that felt in that moment. So it's like, I don't ever want to put myself back there again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, why even give somebody that power to even do that? So, mm -hmm. and yeah, like I, if you, so because you've been disappointed, yeah, you've decided to pull back. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, Melissa, your boundaries. Okay, I have two specific ones and one that I just thought of based off of what Keila was saying. Being disappointed in the past and then just not expecting that or not expecting anything from anyone else. I think I'm kind of, I don't know if this ties into boundaries, but just something that I've noticed about myself that I'm almost the opposite. And because I've been disappointed in the past, I don't want to be disappointed again. So I think I expect too much from mm. other people sometimes because I have been disappointed by certain people in the past and I don't want that to happen again so while I am trying to tell myself that I don't expect anything because I know it can happen again I'm overly hopeful that it won't happen again and that I will not be disappointed hmm. uh, I think my specific so do you have a boundary 
I'm working on that. And I okay. <laughs> and we're working on boundaries and it's okay. I just yeah. want to know if, if you guys are using things that are working for you that you could have to give somebody else. That's why I'm asking you, do you have boundaries? Cause I think that's good. What you're saying you over expect it, but yeah. how do we manage our expectations to stop us from being hurt? Definitely. Right. Yeah. And I think one, I do know of one specific boundary and even like my mom was in the chat talking about I see her. I was going to oh. say hey to my good sis right there. <laughs> She's the <laughs> one who kind of puts up those boundaries around specifically me, my sister, her, and then like her mom. So my grandmother, those are like, that's the boundary. There are people on the outside who have done things. And so like, there are specific people. My boundary is like, if those specific people are going to be at the family function, I'm not going because- okay. I have been talked about, different things have been said about me and done to me. And I know that is my boundary. I will not be there. And mm -hmm. like my mom knows that, my grandma knows that that's my boundary. I will not be in the same room as you. I will not be in the same house as you, at the same space as you, because that is my boundary to protect myself. Because if I'm constantly going into the same environment, mm -hmm. expecting something different, that's, that's not good. And that's going to just hurt myself even more. I love that. And, and I mean, I'm pretty much the same way. Um, I think even though they tell you to forgive people, right. And you can forgive people and they continue to be the habitual line steppers that they are. Um, I will cut you off and I'm not going to have a conversation about it. Um, people talk about you cause they can't, they talk about me cause they can't talk to me anymore. That's just what it is. That's my boundary. We will not be talking. If anybody is doing anything negative or saying anything negative, putting uh, crazy narratives out there, they could talk to themselves. They're not going to talk to me. Um, Sherman. Oh, hold on. Adrian, because you're sitting in front of me. Your boundaries. Do you have any? Are you working on some? What's going on? And then I'm going to go to Anaya next and then Sherman. I think some one boundary that I've built up uh, from dealing with my family is I don't put too much weight on people's words. Mm. So I think that goes along with like managing expectations. Um, but in my family, I feel like I've had a lot of broken promises. So they'll say they'll do something and then you expect for it to happen. doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So, and especially like with, when my dad passed, it was like my uncle saying they're going to be with me more or his friends saying they're going to be with me more and then not hearing it from them for years. It's like, okay. Oh, uh, so they didn't follow through. And so you just no longer expected it from them or? I just don't take what they're saying seriously. Gotcha. And just so we know, um, I want to give you the definition of boundary. It's a line that marks the limits of an area. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just so we're clear. Um, Anaya, do you have any boundaries? Do you need boundaries? What do you, what say you? I don't know if it counts as a boundary. But I know coming to college, um, having to meet new people, I'm very selective on what I tell people. Um, mm. I'm very observant. So if I notice a certain behavior from someone, I would, like someone I should say in my circle, um, for example, business being spread, it's like, oh, you talked about that person. I'm not telling you my business. I don't no. know if that counts, but that's just one reason one way so. I like yeah. to protect myself. Okay. I just limit the, limit uh, the amount of information you share. Yeah, I think that's a boundary. Yeah, yeah. Sherman. Um, I don't think I have a boundary. Um, kind of because like I feel like Keila, like I don't really have expectations for people. 
Um, and and then I'm going to ask you what I asked her. Why don't you have expectations of people? What happened? Um, just people just going to show you who they are. And uh, they don't owe me anything. And I don't expect them to give me anything. So I think, you know, as time goes on, as I got older, I just realized that, I mean, you're only there for you. So um, I don't really have expectations on people. Um, That's very interesting. Yeah, as far as boundaries. Uh, I don't feel boundary because um, I don't really allow people in my circle that I feel like are going to do me damage, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, I feel like it takes a lot for, like, me to even be vulnerable, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I feel like if you've seen that, like, I'm not saying, like, I do, like, have an expectation. But, like, I feel like if you have seen me like that and if you know how, like, I am at least, mm-hmm. I feel like at least right now it's, like, you're gonna somewhat treat me right, I guess, or like mm-hmm. I let myself be vulnerable, but I don't know if I would let myself do that again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like I really just pick and choose who that is. Yeah. Um. And and I'm thinking about it. So you guys talked about boundaries, and I'm I'm wondering, and I'm very very curious, what type of characteristics would you have to observe to keep people away from you? Ooh. Um. <laughs> You you jumped the gun on that. What's what you what? Loyalty. <laughs> Ooh, loyalty, okay. Loyalty is a big one for me because what does loyalty mean to you? Um, for example, if we are we are all in a group and somebody comes up to to you and is trying to talk mess about me, hmm. your response. Mm, um, because I've had I've been in situations where somebody, uh, this one girl tried to come up to me talking about my friend, and I'm like, you understand it. I don't know you and that is my brother right there. And I'm not, what, what are you talking about? Right. You think I'm supposed to say something bad about him? Mm-hmm. Get out of my face. Mm. So loyalty, mm-hmm. Keela, what do you look for in somebody? What is, what is one characteristic that you like? Nah, I got to stay away from that person. Okay. That air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> think about it, Keela. Huh? A characteristic that someone shows me that I got to stay away from? So if you're with somebody uh-huh. and they show you some okay. specific characteristic, you're like, no, nah, I can't be around that person anymore. Okay. Give me the characteristic. Um, Judgy. Judgy. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It means every time we go somewhere, it's a complaint. We look mm-hmm. at somebody, it's what are they wearing? Oh. What are they doing? Like, mm-hmm. it's always judging something about somebody or anything okay i feel like i I was gonna say i feel like i can kind of agree with that or just kind of like switching up i guess like you can't just yeah like you can't just be like oh like me and you was talking about this the other day and like we're talking about him and it's positive but then yet like you switched up and you twisted words and then you told him opposite Mm -hmm. oh yeah so it's like being truthful i guess oh yeah yeah so liars liars Liars. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Anaya, what do you think? Um, I was going to say how someone talks about other people, and that goes into judgment. Like, you're always saying something negative. Mm-hmm. Oh, why is so-and-so doing that? Why are you so concerned? Is that gossip? Is that gossip? Someone I mean, who gossip? Yeah, I, I say that. You said unnecessary drama. Is that what you're talking about, Anaya? Unnecessary drama? I mean, yeah. 
I'm like, did he say something? <laughs> What'd you say? Point, my fault. Um, I was gonna say liars, but Akilah said liars. <laughs> you agree with me, like? Yeah, I was, like liars is just like because we're too old for you to be lying. Oh it's like, my god! Tell me the truth, like we're just too old for you to be lying. But um, I'm gonna say, for me, I'm gonna say clout chasers. Like if you mm. be validated from social media, then it's just like I don't know. It's, it just feels like a red flag for me. Like I don't really I don't care so much. Bro. Yeah. Melissa, yeah. <laughs> y'all are just taking mine one after another. I was gonna say liars because what are you lying about? Literally, what are you lying? And I hate when it's literally about the smallest thing that you oh, don't even have to lie about. And I'm not saying I get when people lie about bigger things, but like you're lying about the smallest thing ever, and it makes no sense. That just irritates me. Um, but I think, and this is, I guess, like a a larger one, but narcissistic behavior when you are just so so like so talk to us about that one talk to me about that one what do you mean (laughs) um being so i guess like having such a high sense of your own importance that like you're putting yourself over someone else and their needs and that's not a relationship that's just you caring about yourself a relationship has to be reciprocated there has to be reciprocated Mm. behavior and if you're a narcissist why am i with you why am i going to even be anywhere near you jalen's ready to uh raise you he's ready ready to raise you an offering (laughs) because for me like if let's say we're talking about romantic relationship if i'm interested in a girl and and i think she looks beautiful but if she is acting like she is too good to talk to somebody Mm. That's the biggest red flag to me because mm. you nobody is bigger than anybody. Yeah. Just the fact of you want to be like, oh, excuse me, I don't want to talk to you. Like, what are we doing? Who who are you? <laughs> oh, anyway. I, I I think I go a step further if that's how they are to like say the waiter or the wait staff is yeah. rude. Yeah. That's I, that nasty. that that yeah. won't do it for. I mean, like what? That is nasty. Um, That's bad. But the other portion, like I'm listening to everything you guys are saying, but one thing nobody said is I don't like bitter people. I don't like bitter, <laughs> mean, nasty people. I don't like it. And so that like, would be like a red flag. What'd you say, Sherman? That's like the most obvious one. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think people, some of us didn't say it because we're not bitter people. Why am I around a bitter person? Like, why I am I even having well, a conversation? Some of us call them friends, but they happen to be in your family. Mm. That's why, and that goes along with jealous and envious too. You can't do nothing with nobody who don't think that you're <laughs> that you deserve anything that you've worked for. Like, we can't do nothing with them. So I would say, yeah, jealous and envious. I can't do, I can't be around that. Selfish people. I can't be around selfish people. And I think, I don't know if that's the same as narcissistic. It's a character. Um, but yeah. selfish people who only consider themselves, who will say to your face, oh, I'm just w- trying to get mine. That ain't a person I can be around because I'm a people person. And I give, I will give the shirt off my back. That's why I think I take it so hard when people do things that are totally against my my moral code, my my self code, like I can't deal with people, and I'm I've been known to cut people off. I will not have another conversation. You know, you, you expect you you accept people for who they are, but you place them where they're supposed to be. 
And I don't know why it took till 44 for me to get that through my head, but uh, loud and clear. Because you have um, you have an expectation that people will change. But I think that's just human. Eventually, huh? Yeah, you, you, <laughs> because that's because that falls into the, the characteristic of what I was saying of like, I put myself out there because I because I would expect somebody else to do the same thing. And that's why I'm trying to work on that boundary, because every single time I do still go to that, these people that I know mm -hmm. cannot relate to me in that way. I just think that they will change and realize that, hey, I do need more emotional support mm -hmm. from you. But does that make you less emotional when you don't get it? Or do you think that you're becoming somebody else because you don't get it? I just have to go to different people. Like the people that I sometimes that I want to. And hear you're talking from, very, very generally, and I know why. Yes. But um do you think that if you were ever to name it specifically that you could start to address it? Yes, but you know, I we are in the process of doing that specific thing. Um <laughs> who is it, we? Me, myself, and I. Okay. Um, third person. He, he, we. Third person. <laughs> yeah. I talk like that too. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it, it, it's hard because yeah. it's like, um, because that person, that, the, the, the situation you're talking about is also a part of other situations that I see in friend, in like in people that I so-called called friends at, at different times. Okay. Because I'm like, I, I allow certain people to come to my birthday parties and for me, if you're at my birthday party, I really consider you like somebody that I see in my life for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. But for some people to be at my birthday party, but then do some shady stuff to me behind my back, it's like, and you are the same person who I, you know, my family, I know your family and yeah. we still doing that. So that I take that stuff really, really um, to heart because like, if I know you and I meet your family and I'm, and I'm really like rocking with you, I put you on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. And you knock yourself off that pedestal. I I can't knock you off the pedestal because I have so much high importance for friends because they're the people that I go to. But mm. yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that because that was going to be my next question to you all. Do you guys think that you hold your friends, um, your relationship with your friends in a different position um, than say uh, your uh, your family? Do your friends hold uh, more of a significance in your life or more influence in your life than your family? For me, um, no, because, well, it depends. It depends on who in my family, because mm -hmm. it goes my mom's side of my family for show. Like, that's who I'm rocking with, I'm rocking with my mom, like my mom and my grandma. And then the rest of y'all. No, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, but I really hold them to a high standard because you're you're born with family, but you you pick your friends. Okay. How about you, Adrian? Do your friends hold more uh, influence over your your life, your decisions than your family does? I would say yes, um, because really the only person I have to talk to in my family is my mom, and as far as people like my own age. As far as like my cousins go, we don't really talk like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a thing where we're close when we were young. And then yeah. once we all grew up, we stopped going to the one spot we all go and just stop communication. Mm -hmm. uh, so seeing as my friends who I've known since third grade and 
I'm able to still keep in contact with them as we grow up and like my cousins I know my whole life we can go three four years without talking mm-hmm. so it's like uh yeah as far as people to talk to my own age I think what what Jim Jalen's over here being an obstructionist what <laughs> I said y'all was born into it <laughs> like but that's more that's more than friendship that's more family yeah, he was her. <laughs> I was, Lord. Oh, my gosh. Said, huh? This wasn't about you, Jalen. Okay, well, I can talk for me. <laughs> Come on, talk. Um, I think, uh, like, with my sister specifically, like, I feel like those, they're, like, my rock, and I can't switch out, so I don't hold anybody, like, friends higher to them at all, could never. Mm-hmm. They're literally all my best friends. So, Your sisters? Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. A little brother now, but he be big in Jewelry. So Shout out Keith, man. Anyways. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I like heard I you was his favorite. My dog. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, no. I don't. I don't. And I think maybe like when I was younger, kind of, I feel like I did do that. But mm-hmm. as I'm getting older, I, I'm appreciating that because obviously that was, I was born into it, right? Like siblings. But like as I'm getting older, I'm like, no, yeah. Those are my rocks. So. Your sisters. Yeah. Okay. Melissa, do your friends have more influence in your family? I was kind of thinking the same thing that Adrian was saying. Like, the only person I really have in my family is my mom. That I'm like, I see her every day, talk to her every day. Um, but I don't know if I want to say yes for the friends holding a higher position because I think it's different. And I go to them for different things. The same mm-hmm. thing with Adrian. Like, I the cousins that I had or that I still have, but don't talk to, we were still far apart in age. Even when we were younger, I've always been the oldest. So I didn't really have the cousins my age to go to. They were always younger than me or way older than me. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Like with my younger sister, who's three years younger than me, I have older siblings who are all adults uh, that I don't have a relationship with. So it's kind of always just been me um and me and my mom and so like if I have to if I need to go to people who are my age I go to my friends but even with my friends I've moved schools a whole bunch of different times I've moved so I don't necessarily have those people that I've been with since the third grade uh, or who I've been with forever um so I think I don't think I hold them to higher standards I think I hold them to different standards Ooh, all right makes sense Uh uh-huh Sherman took the answers right out of my mouth i was literally gonna say <laughs> i love them like i love them differently um my family is like you know i'm gonna take care of them whatever they need i'm gonna take care of them whereas my friends it's like i, I don't really have to take care of them and i could just like mm. free be me um so i wouldn't say i hold them to a higher standards but i do love them differently i do love them both so. gotcha anaya um, yeah, I agree with Melissa. I don't think, like, for example, I wouldn't put any of my friends over my immediate family. I just mm-hmm. go to different people for different things. Like, I'm not going to ask the older adults in my family things that pertain to my teenage friends. What does that mean? Expound. Um, I just go to different people for different advice. Yeah, so, so I feel so like I'm advice about what life, 
Relationships? Any, what you you want people your nothing, age for advice about people nothing, your age? No. Okay. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out what we talking what about. You said that? I said, I said <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my gosh. You're gonna have to have an answer. Okay. Nothing specific, but it's like I just if I feel like going to my friend, I'm gonna go to my friend. If I feel like I don't need an answer from anyone over my family, I'm not gonna feel the need to go to them. Just mm. like if I want good, good advice from someone who has been on earth for a little bit longer than me, I'm gonna go to my mom. I'm not gonna mm. go to one of my friends and like, hey, why for a situation? Oh, Which I do. You know, it's just you go to different people for different things. That's all I'm <laughs> just like, get me out my misery, please. <laughs> Carlos. Good answer though. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh we've been talking about a lot since you fell off. I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're talking about what were we talking about? What, influence, right? Influences, yes. That's what we're talking about. Oh, that's a good one. Um, at first, I was leaning toward friends, mm-hmm. but I can honestly say it's kind of like 50 50. And the reason I say that is the friends are the ones that hold me accountable, the friends are the ones that inspire me, the friends are the ones that I've learn to grow and appreciate lately because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends have been individuals that are in the same field. You know I'm saying rather it be coaches, rather it be parents, rather just be brothers that want to see these youngsters do better. Yeah. So I've aligned myself with individuals that have had like-minded ways of doing things and, 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 and their, their spirit is pure about what they really want. But now at the same time, one of the main reasons that I do it is to inspire my family. Mm. And because, I mean, even though I'm not necessarily a first generation person to go to college from my demographic, particularly, I'm the first person to get out of my situation. Let's just be honest about it. So I try to show the youngsters that it can be done, especially by somebody. If you knew me as I was younger. Yeah, definitely uh, raising eyebrows. But I do it to inspire as much as I do it to, um, you know, just continue to gain knowledge and wisdom from the brothers that hold me accountable as well. You see, I call them brothers. I don't call them friends, but. I, I love that. I love that. Now, and as I'm asking y'all questions, I'm thinking about things myself. Um, I don't know anybody um, outside of my family who I would particularly go to for all things, except I have one friend um, that has been with me since my first year of college. Um, and I will talk to her about anything. Um, as far as communicating daily with somebody, um, I figure people around here have become more like my family because we're with each other all the time. Um, but no one's opinion or influence is more than my mom's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I need some other advice, there are sometimes now, if y'all know me and my sister, me and my sister are like oil and water. But if when it comes down to it, we ain't going to fight each other, we're going to fight you. So <laughs> I will go and me and my sister will pull up somewhere. Um, and so my family has a lot of influence. The people who I see daily have a lot of influence on the decisions I make because there's a lot of people counting on me. Right. And I think that when you put a lot of uh, responsibility on you, you move different um, and you don't have time for all these wishy-washy um, double-minded people who want to take, take, take when you always give, give, give. And so I think that we're just in a different, I'm in a different place now. 
Um, and, and it took a lot of those friendships being exposed, those friendships being ripped away, people that I thought were close to me walking away from me. It took a lot of that to get to where I am right now and to be able to say, we got, we got a lot of things and, and a lot of things to consider. You guys are in your 20s, some of you in your teens. Um, you have a lot to consider about the type of person you want to be moving forward. Um, and it's always going to come down to how you deal with the most difficult of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, the goal is not to become bitter in dealing with certain type of challenging people, mm-hmm. um, but it happens, right? And so how do you maintain your integrity? How do you continue to be that nice, giving, loving person without becoming this um, abused person, right? And so I, I look at that and I think of you guys all the time and how, you know, you guys have to come into this space and deal with other people and their problems, right? And I wonder if relationally I'm giving you enough to get through, right? But at the same time, I'm like, what are your lives like behind the scenes? And what do you need to be whole, complete people? Those things always come through my mind. Um, mm. And it's interesting. Who said that? Carlos, what you about to say? He no, I, I had to I'll say that. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going like this. So, you know, we don't always clap. We just go, mm. Yeah, mm. I heard, mm. what, what you talking mm. about? <laughs> and you guys got a whole lot of life, le- you know, to live. And, and it's going to come through, come really come down to who you surround yourselves with. Yeah. What type of behaviors you allow to happen around you. What type of people, they say birds of a feather flock together. What type of birds you hanging out with? Mm-hmm. And do they have your best interests at heart? It's all going to matter as we mature and we go through life, right? And I know we've run out of time today. I'm so sorry. It took it, that was really quick. Like Very I don't know well. what happened. Um, but I'm hoping what we're doing words what words hurt. words hurt next week. Um, that Ooh. is the third part of our uh, mindfulness series. And I am hoping that Layla will join us um, because she has some experiences at school where people said things to her. I have some experiences in my personal life that I don't know if I'm as comfortable as I should be um, to share those with you, but I look forward to sharing them with you next Mm. week. And I'm hoping I don't cry because it's really one of those stinging type of things um, that people very close to me have said to me. And so I look forward to even having that conversation. If I cry, y'all just keep it moving. You know what I mean? I'll recover. Um, but it's it's important that not only do we um, share experiences, that you guys know that life isn't always perfect. You know, mm-hmm. people are not perfect. Um, experiences can make or break you. Um, and so we're going to delve into that next week. Uh, Words Hurt, part three of our mindfulness series. If you have a teen or a young adult and they're interested in becoming part of an MBSAT cohort, that's a mindfulness-based substance abuse treatment um, cohort uh, facilitated by our wonderful team here, um, please visit our website at BYOP.org um, and we can get you signed up. Go ahead and cry. It's organic. Okay, Dom. Yeah. cry with me Um, thank you i appreciate that and so we will see you guys did i finish my sentence i don't know if i finished my sentence website go to the website sign up for a cohort we look forward to delving in your family relationships with you and um 
really giving you some information about why certain people or why you may choose to indulge in substances. Not that uh, we're saying don't do it, but we want you informed if you choose to do it in the way that in which it would impact you based on the traumas that um, you may have endured. So we're going to get out of here. We're going to um, hit y'all with the wave. We're going to try to do it. I see a couple of new people on here. I'm not sure if they know how to wave or maybe we just hit you with the peace sign. Uh, let's just do it a peace sign. We're going to hit y'all with the peace sign. We're going to see you next week right here on Monday, 4.30 PST. We are Black versus the Board of Education. Peace. Peace.